Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And Joey Williams is going to join us. G'day, Joey. Hi, lads. How are we doing? Joey, we're going good, mate. Uh, last time I saw you was out at Wagga Wagga. Uh, you heading back out again this year? I think, mate, because you know how it's split up into, into the two pools. I yes. think where actually it's a home game for me. And this, this year, instead of going to Port, or next year instead of going oh, to Port, Dubbo. they're actually in, in Dubbo. So I live in Dubbo, mate, so it's a home game. Oh, excellent. Oh, so, I won't see you, but excellent for you. So, Joseph, you've just flown in this afternoon. Um, what have you been doing? Have you been touring the country or you're coming into Sydney for, for a couple of talks? I just landed back in Dubbo. Um, I've been down uh, doing a few different workshops with some some organisations and some corporates, and and just uh, mate spreading the good news uh, out there, trying to help people understand the chaotic times in our mind sometimes. Yeah, and and Joe, so how often would you be doing these talks? Mate, I'm uh, look. Prior to the pandemic, I was on the road 310, 315 oh. days of the year. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a pretty busy lifestyle as such. And then obviously I went from doing that flat out to, to doing nothing for, for a couple of years. So things are starting to ramp back up now and, and be nice and busy. And I think it's, you know, it's important and why it's been so busy sort of the, the last few weeks and leading into the break is that, you know, Christmas and, and, and the pressures of Christmas can create a lot of uh, challenges for people mentally and emotionally. Hey, Joey, you're a proud uh, Wiradjuri man, a uh, Wulgalu man, First Nations Aboriginal, uh, born in Cowra, raised in Wagga. Now, I, I caught up last week in Uluru with a bloke called Gil McAdam. Now, Gil McAdam is a fellow from Northern Territory. Alice Springs is down the road and uh, played a lot of, and he, he and his brothers, for that matter, played a lot of AFL, uh, VFL at the time, and, and he was just a star-star player. But we got chatting. Uh, we got chatting um this was not in front of a crowd and later in front of the crowd. And we're talking about Australia Day, right? And I know it's a very sensitive topic. And I said to Gil, I said, Gil, I want to celebrate Australia Day, but not at the expense of other people being upset. I, I said, when could we possibly do it? And he was talking about Federation Day where the states all came together. And that happens to be the 1st of January. And then we were chatting about it and thought, well, what about the 2nd of January um, where I can put Gil in a headlock and we can have a beer and chink together and we're all... All happy and away we go. Have you given any thought to an alternative date for Australia Day? No, I haven't. Um, no. For me, you know, the, the people people use it as a as a day of celebration, mm. uh, a day a day to all to come together. But I guess being frank and being honest, yeah, mate, why, why people love it so much is that they get a day off, yeah, and they can and they can you know have a barbecue and and, and a few drinks and so forth. I'm I'm not that sort of guy. I. I haven't had a drink for seventeen odd years, so it's just another day to me. Yep. Um, so for me, I don't I don't need a particular day to celebrate this country, but I find it problematic when there's a large portion of the country that now are starting, which is starting to gain momentum uh, around the fact that you know the January twenty sixth is a day to celebrate, it's a day of mourning for a lot of our people, and and something that you know a date particularly that we 
on challenging to celebrate as a nation. Um, you know, if, if there's a day to celebrate, I think it's a day that I'd like to stand alongside non-Indigenous brothers and sisters mm-hmm. to be able to say, you know what, we're proud of this place. Um, and there was a great article by a guy called Luke Pearson a few years ago with Indigenous X. And he said, don't give me a day to celebrate, give me a country to celebrate. Um, you know, with challenges around racism and it's, you know, it's evident within, you know, challenges that we, that we have throughout the media all year round with different sporting codes that we have. Are we there yet? You know, what, what Australia is for you and what Australia is for me and, and, and our people is a very different place. So what we need to do is start to build a relationship um, and, and start to understand that January 26th is a challenging time of the year for, for a lot of First Nation people. Sorry, I'll just say one more thing on that, Jarvie. Like my my simple thing, and I didn't get to year twelve, but I, I believe that I'm I'm a logic man, right? And and if enough people are so against the twenty six, I don't believe there's enough people out there who are hitched to the number twenty six of January. Who I, I believe they love Australia Day, uh, some people, and but I don't believe it's about as you said, it is a day off, and it's not twenty six of January. That's my wife's birthday. I, I'd rather just go and celebrate that. But anyway, enough on that. I, I just think. It is so logical that we have to move the date. Um, but anyway... Well, it's been changed multiple times in history. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people are stuck on that date and think it's so steeped in history. Yeah. It's been changed multiple times. Yeah, well, it's got to change. It's, it's, it's easy to do. Let's get around doing it. Yeah, uh, it just has to change. Uh, anyway, uh, that's to me, seems logical. And I know people will be stuck on their uh, heel going the other way, but I, I disagree with that. Uh, Brian, uh, sorry. Joseph, um, just going back to what you said, you hadn't had a drink in 17 years. Um, you know, we've spoken to you about the addictions you, you've had before. Do you think that you're over those addictions? Do, do you still crave a beer or are you fighting it every day? Like, how does it work for you? Well, there's, the, there's, a, there's a lot of the, this, you know, the, the conversation around addiction and, and what it is and why it is and, and, the lack of, you know, there's a, there's a guy that, uh, an addiction specialist, who talks about people don't get addicted to the substance or what it is. They get addicted to the relief that the substance gives them and the chaos that happens inside, you know, between the ears. For me, could I have a drink tomorrow? Um, I don't want to test it, Brian. Yeah. The thing is, like, my life now is, is, is so far removed from who I was back then Um my life was, was chaotic. There was problematic things that were happening in my life. And, you know, if I want to be someone who's a role model for young people and a role model even for older people, uh, it's, it's a lifestyle I don't want to go back to, if I'm honest, mate. No, but do you, it's, what it's are, one what, of those things that... My question to you, you Joe, go, sorry? is it... Like, if you went walked into a pub and you saw your mates there from Wagga that you grew up and they were drinking... Would you have to? Could you just sit there and not drink? Like what I'm saying is, is there you, an, an urge or yeah, a crave? Do you crave, do you crave alcohol? I, you know what I miss. What you know what I miss a lot, or more than anything around that, yeah. is is the good the good times, the, yeah. the, 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 the you know the days where uh, where where you come together and, and and you might have a couple of drinks and 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 you know it's a good and fun and 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 a time that's uh, you know, jovial with mm, yeah. mates. Um, for me, uh, when I had those days, or when those days when uh, we, you know, had had one too many, uh, they were few and far between. You know, so for me, I can walk into a pub and and, and not be 
you know, not not be tempted by it anymore. It's right. not the lifestyle I lead, not the lifestyle I want to lead. Um, and to me, you know, it's like I said, it's it's it, my life is far better without it. Yeah. Put it that way. Hey yeah. Joey, there's a lot of text here, um, just uh, lavish with praise for you. So congratulations. We're chatting to Joey Williams and. Joey, I'll tell you, my brother, right, and, and he probably won't mind me saying that because it's a similar story to yours, Joe, and, and particularly what happened in 2012, very similar, but uh, which I'll get to. But he, Brian, um, and I'm so, so proud of him, my, my brother, 14 months my junior, he was at a stage where he was buying, he'd get weekly shop on the alcohol, he'd get five cartons of beer, right, five cartons of beer and nine bottles of wine, wow. and he was knocking that off every single week, right? And all of a sudden, he hasn't had the urges. Yeah. He, he hasn't had a drop of alcohol for five years, and I'm so, so proud. And, and of you, Joey, look, it is a – when people tell me this, and I, I've got a feeling I might go down that path one day, I, I think it is a huge, huge um, achievement. So congratulations to you, Joey, on that. But, uh, mate, what else, what else is happening in the world of mental health for you? I think, you know, a lot of people – and, again, still on the, on the subject of alcohol – a lot of people turn to the drink mm. to to escape from what's going on in, inside their head, you know. So yeah. it's, so I get I get that side of it as well. Um, for me, that's what it was for a long time. It was the silence, the noise that was going on inside my head, uh, and and I used substance. And and a lot of the times when those days and times happened, uh, when those nights turned into you know turned into days, uh, pro- obviously problematic things happen. I, I don't care who you are or what you do. One thing I learned from a lifestyle of sobriety and a, and a life away from alcohol and drugs is I don't care what you do or who you are, life becomes better. Mm-hmm. You become a better father, a better husband, a better partner, better at your job, better at everything that you do. I don't know anyone who doesn't want to do that. Hey, Joe. You know, I- so, so for me, it's, it's, been inc- it's been an incredible change of lifestyle. I'll repeat these credits again when we finish up. JoeWilliams.com.au and JoeWilliams underscore T-E-W. That's on Twitter and Instagram. But uh, the website, JoeWilliams.com.au, the enemy within motivational speaking. So you can get around that. But, mate, I want to take you back to 2012. And and I know you won't mind me doing this because uh, you've been so um, vocal around it, which I think has helped many, many people. Uh, You felt your purpose was to help people who struggle with mental illness through customised workshops. But... There was a suicide attempt in 2012. Now, this is a big question, but if there's one person listening that, you know, can help them out very much, if if you could go back and tell the Joey Williams prior to 2012 when you had attempted suicide, um, if you could go back and talk to that person now knowing what you know, what would you have said to Joey Williams back in 2012 before that fateful day? I'll tell, I'll tell that person... Back in 2012, and I'll tell every single person mm. who's listening as well who's going through it, I promise you that things will get better. Yep. You know, you, you can't see five foot in front of you and, and your head is so clouded that this is the thing about depression, right? Is mm. that, that people think that it's a bad day or a bad moment in time, but it, it literally robs people of reality. It convinces them that no one cares. It convinces them that they don't matter. I promise you, with time, persistence, and getting to understand a little bit more about yourself and, and learning learning to understand why we are the way we are, I promise you, things get better. You know, back in, back in that time in 2012, I, I couldn't see that things would get better. So, so without going into what happened back in that day, I knew that I was completely void of any hope 
but several years on and interacting and talking with you know countless people over the years i know that with time with persistence and with understanding who i am and why i am life does get better and it's one of those things that you know things things improve when you when you start to to do the work hey joe so look so many people out there have been touched by suicide or they know someone or of depression what's your advice because it are you if someone comes to you and says, look, I'm not feeling great, you know, we've got Are You OK Day, but we're not trained in this. Like, I'm, I'm just speaking for, for, for myself. I'm not trained in counselling or anything like that. Do you send them – if someone comes up to you and say you've got these thoughts, do you send them straight to a counsellor or what is the best way to do it? Do you speak to, to their family? Well, here's the thing, Bryce, is that you can't teach someone to swim while they're drowning, right? Mm-hmm. So – what we need to do is, is is firstly sit with those people and 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 start to just show a bit of support because again everything inside their mind tells them that no one cares and life doesn't matter. Um, so it's important to just sit with those people in that moment uh, and 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 try and just show some love and support and care in those moments. Um, and then of course uh, the time comes the time that once you've I guess uh, for a better word of what I said before you can't teach someone to drink, swim while they're drowning. Once they've gotten out of the water, that's when you can start to get them some help or that's when you can start to teach them to swim. So it's about, you know, connecting then with, with, with local professionals and, mm. and people and supports in and around that person's uh, circle. You know, one of the things that I, that I talk to about with people is that right, right now, as we sit here and talk now, we are the most disconnected as a human race that we've ever been. We eat the unhealthiest that we've ever eaten. We move the least that we've ever moved. So simple things that we can implement into our life is start to eat better, start to move our body more and do a little bit more exercise and start to understand a little bit, you know, that everything that we're feeling, that we're experiencing is a, is a very normal response to a world that where we probably don't quite fit. Um, you know, the challenge is in a lot of cases isn't particularly the individual it's the environment that we live in. And, um, you know, as I said, we, we're, we're super disconnected as people. Um, what we need to do is start to get around each other a little bit more and, and you know, do things with each other and be more active and exercise more and, and, and start to eat better and, and look after ourselves a little bit better. Yes. And, and why is it, Joe, it's young men? What, what is it in young men? Is it something in our brains compared? Because I know the suicide rate of young men is far um, outweighs girls is it is it the stigma or is it something to do with the masculinity of it all what what is it with young young men well i've got my my own perceptions around this uh fletch is that when you have a look at when you have a look at people in general right and and you know young boys and and the old you know boys don't cry and those sort of things you look at subconsciously what, what we teach our kids or what we tell our kids and what we model to our kids. We model that we don't cry. Mm. We model that, that, you know, we shouldn't cry. We model that we shouldn't be vulnerable. We, we model that, you know, that it's not okay to cry. And, and, and we're constantly silencing our kids' emotions every single day of the week when we tell them, you know, be quiet and, and, and stop whinging and, and don't cry or I'll give you something to cry for. You know, those, those old things that, that, subconsciously I don't care where you are what you're saying like subconsciously that silences a kid's emotions and everything what is 
mattering to that kid right in that exact moment. So what we need to do is start to validate emotions a little bit more um, for our young people, for everyone, uh, and teach each other to connect to those emotions because those emotions are just signals for things that are happening in a wider world. Um, and what we can do is, you know, start to put a little bit more support around that. So males, females, um, whoever it is, we need to start validating emotions, particularly of young people. Joe Williams, the man we're speaking to, joewilliams.com.au. Now, Joey, we, you know the media game. Now, we, we've been inundated here with uh, text messages uh, whilst you've been on, so well done on that. But I, I would suggest this, that, you know, a vast majority of our listeners, Brian, based on the numbers we get with podcasts and, mm. and all those sorts of things, and the board's lit up, but it would still be a very minority who text in, right? But still we have been absolutely smashed with uh, thank you messages. But this one here, Joey, and I say this because for every one person who's written this, there might be another hundred who haven't written it, but they're listening to it. This one, and this is where you should be so proud of what you're doing, Joe. Um, it's unnamed and should remain that way. He said, uh, well, it could be a she, I don't know. It says, I needed to hear this interview. Well done, Joe. Thank you. How does that make you feel? It's why I do what I do. Yeah. You know, because I, I think it's, you know, I made a promise to myself many years ago um, when when I had some conversations with, with some with some doctors in inside uh, the walls of a psych unit in Dubbo back in 2012, and I said every single day I open my eyes, I'm going to make make it within my goal and and make a promise to myself to make somebody's life better. Mm. You know, if I can if I can just go out and try and improve the life of someone else, or or check in with someone to 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 see and make sure that they're doing all right, then you know I'm. All I'm doing is I'm, I'm fulfilling that promise I made to myself back in 2012 when, for me, um, I was super, super grateful to, to, to come through uh, the most challenging days and events of my life. Uh, so all I do is just, just you know, keeping a promise to myself that I made back in then and, and that's to go out there and continually just try and do my best to help others be the best version of themselves. Well said, Joe. Now... Now let's change a little bit of tact here, mm. uh, Joseph. What do you what do you, what do you make of all these? Now you were probably one of the first boxers, uh, rugby league players, turning to boxing. What, what did it when you saw the money Gal was generating? Could, could you believe how much money that rugby league players are getting to box? Well, I wish it was around when I was yeah, boxing. I know, <laughs> getting punched, getting punched in the head for that. Um, <laughs> And, and this is the thing, Fletch, and, and Joel, is that you guys understand it as well, right? We're sports people, and, and what we try and do is, is we test ourselves. And on the field, we've got 12 other guys that stand with us side by side and you know, help us out to achieve a goal to win at the end of the day, right? Uh, sports people are the ultimate competitors. And whether it's getting your face punched off or, or not, we, we're continuously trying to... I guess raise the bar in 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 our competitive nature. Um, so I get I get why footy players go out and box because the competitive nature in it there's there's nothing against it. So I understand it if they're getting paid that kind of money, then you know what, good on them. Joey, we had you scheduled in for about eight or ten minutes, but we've gone about twenty four, mate. We appreciate that, and the listeners have well and truly appreciate it. The music's going to beat us, mate. JoeWilliams.com.au. You can catch uh, our man Joey on social media, Twitter and Instagram. JoeWilliams underscore Chew T E W, mate. Fantastic. Thanks, Joe. Really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much.
Look after yourselves, loves, and have, have a Merry Christmas. Take you care. too. Speak we'll get to you, you back soon, soon legend. Yep.